0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, October 8th, 2021. I'm Caleb Brown. Wealth in the form of venture capital and other investment means innovation, entirely new products and research to drive the solutions to future problems. And all of those ideas mean real economic growth. Chris Edwards details how wealth drives growth in his new Cato Institute paper. We discussed his research and its implications for taxing and spending. Whenever uh, I hear TV financial reporters talking about the economy and what makes the economy move, overwhelmingly, they lean into consumer spending, that this is the thing that makes the economy move. And you would argue that we're underappreciating the role of investment?
1: That's right. There's an overwhelming Keynesian bias in media reporting of the economy. I mean, even in the Wall Street Journal, in other words, the focus is always on consumers and where they're spending their money and the like but for me the starting point of our dynamic market economy is entrepreneurs and capital where's the money flowing where are entrepreneurs starting companies so i wanted to do this new report at cato called Wealth Fuels Growth, the Role of Angel Investment, because I wanted to zero in on this really crucial part of the economy, which is the flows of risk capital to startup entrepreneurs in places like Silicon Valley, but really in every city in the country.
0: So what should we understand, first of all, that most people either don't underappreciate or get wrong about uh, the role of wealth in in driving the kinds of new developments in businesses and how that drives uh, growth.
1: Well, most startup small businesses, like, say, if you opened a a local restaurant, you may be able to get a a bank loan or, or money from friends and family to start your business. But in leading edge industries, you know, high tech, biotech industries like that, you can't just go down to the bank and get a loan. You need equity investment from a rich person willing to take a big risk on, you know, a perhaps seemingly crazy idea. If you go back to uh, the startup stories and companies like Uber and Spotify and Google, companies that we know now are big successes. Initially, they seem like kind of crazy ideas, but it was, uh, you know, an individual wealthy person who was willing to take a risk on these startups uh, that led to these uh, great successes. The overall statistics here are interesting. Only about one in ten angel investments in other words investments from wealthy people in the startups only about 1 in 10 is a big success most actually lose money and uh, and go bankrupt so this is a a risky business but you know thank goodness someone someone does this because this is the genesis of ma- many uh, major important corporations so a high
0: failure rate a large risk of losses but for uh, wealthy investors these angel investors that you're talking about that's you spread it out enough and you get one unicorn, it's all worth it.
1: That's exactly right. If you go back in U.S. history and you look at some of our uh, the greatest companies that have driven the American economy, uh, from Henry Ford's Ford Motor and Alexander Graham Bell's Bell Telephone, all the way up to Steve Jobs and Apple and Jeff Bezos and Amazon, you look behind uh, their startup and initially they went out and they borrowed money from uh, a wealthy person who was willing to take a risk on them um so this is a really important uh function in the economy that is often overlooked but uh and you know one interesting example in recent decades has been biotech since the 1970s, biotech has been driven not by government subsidies, but by private investors willing to take these huge risks on these, you know, unknown uh, medical advances. And, you know, we have the vaccines that have helped us uh, start to conquer COVID-19 were developed by these two biotech companies, uh, Moderna and BioNTech. Uh, that got these infusions of private risk capital from angel investors and venture capitalists. Thank goodness, because they were able to do this research that allowed them to get ready for uh, the pandemic.
0: So uh, when it comes time to for uh, members of Congress to lay and collect taxes without regard to apportionment, what? Um, what do they misunderstand or what do they fail to appreciate? Or perhaps what does their salary depend on them not appreciating?
1: Well, the crucial tax policy for these risky startup businesses that angel investors fund is capital gains. Uh, Angel investors are willing, you know, always have the option of putting their money in safe big corporations that pay a lot of dividends or into bonds or muni bonds and that sort of thing. But they're willing to take this risk of putting their money into these risky uh, technology oriented startups for the rare, uh, you know, one in 10 chance they're going to have a big win or a big hit hit, that'll generate a big capital gain. So if you raise the capital gains tax rate too much, uh, these angel investors and venture capitalists as well would not be willing to take such a big risk and put their money into these risky but really important startups. So what is the lesson for for policymakers?
0: I I know that it's It may be a hard sell in some parts of the United States to say, hey, I appreciate that uh, we all want to take X amount of money from the private sector and spend it on these social programs that, uh, you know, quote unquote, we all agree are uh, very necessary and helpful. Um, What does that pitch sound like?
1: Well, President Biden and the Democrats, you know, they want to raise capital gains uh, tax rates. It's really the wrong way to go. Uh, It would hammer technology and leading edge uh, industries. The United States already has a a capital gains tax rate above our trading partners. So, uh, you know, the government does not raise that much money out of capital gains taxes anyway. So I think that by pushing to raise capital gains taxes, they risk you know, damaged leading edge industries for, for no real benefits. Uh, we have to, policymakers need to think of the long term here. They need to think about where these great companies like Apple Computer come from. Uh, Apple Computer was just a startup by these two crazy young hippie sort of guys in, in uh, Silicon Valley in the 1970s. They were only able to start their company because someone, a rich person back there in the, in the late 70s, was willing to take a big risk on them. And take Taking those big risks, you know, should be rewarded. So we should keep capital gains tax rates low, so that money keeps flowing to these growth-oriented startups.
0: Chris Edwards directs tax policy studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily podcast pretty much anywhere, and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.